0: Welcome to the Masters of Modern Recruiting Podcast, helping you keep up with the brilliant minds in the ever-changing world of modern recruiting. And now, here's your host, Derek Zeller.
1: Hey, Recruiting Maniacs, it's Derek Zeller, back with another exciting podcast for you to listen to. Our 30 minutes are always entertaining. And today guest is Veronica Jenkins from Hive talent acquisition firm located in Atlanta Georgia and coincidentally an engaged talent customer so we're gonna chat a little bit about uh, Veronica and what she's looking for what she's doing was it yesterday Veronica that was your one-year anniversary for the company right?
0: It is today, actually. Oh, it is today. So it is our Hive Reversary. Yes. <laughs>
1: I love wordplay. That's awesome. <laughs> so uh, let's just it. We only got 30 minutes, and so it can go by a lot faster than you think it does. So tell me a little bit about Hive, and, and you're the, the CEO and owner.
0: I am the co founder and head of global talent here at Hive Talent Acquisition Firm. And we are a three-part business. So we are one-part staffing. We are one-part HR solutions, where we come in and consult with companies that really don't have any clue uh, what to do with their human resources needs and where to go with that. And then we also have a third part of our company, which is our newest part. Uh, It's called the Swarm Society, and it is dedicated to the coolest and newest and brightest part of the workforce which is interns. So <laughs> we've got three things going on pretty much every day, but we love it all. It keeps us busy and we couldn't be more thrilled.
1: That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. yeah I've done the, I went down the intern routes uh, a while ago. Yeah. That last position, we, we dealt pretty heavily with their interns, an intern program
0: okay.
1: full time. So that's really cool. I love it. I asked this question for a lot of people, you know, Great culture fit or great candidate? In other words, they're really good at what they do, but they don't really fit the, the culture of the company. Is that it, or mm-hmm. what? Do you, well, how do you handle something like that?
0: You know, we, we don't really have a preference. I think we tailor our preference naturally off the client's uh, preference. But I find here recently, uh, depending on the vertical, that, You know, a culture fit actually means more to our clientele that we work with. Mm -hmm. So we are doing a lot in the civil engineering space, and that requires a lot of dedication to being a value-adding team member. So the culture fit is very important to the clients that we serve in that space as well as the skill set. So, we actually have to do, uh, not to sound cliche, but we actually have to do that hard work of finding those actual purple swirls for all of our <laughs> our clients <laughs> in that space.
1: <laughs> purple is totally normal. It's a it's a standard. It's a standard uh, standard thing that's in this industry for the last twenty years, and I love it. That's correct. Great. Are you doing more sourcing, or are you like posting jobs? What how, what is your kind of like? What is your your daily routine and looking for candidates?
0: You know, we do it all. Um, we network for candidates. We actually post jobs not only on your traditional job boards, but some of those non-traditional networking sites that also produce candidates. We post jobs on Twitter. <laughs> we also have very uh, close relationships with a lot of colleges and universities. So we go to their alumni association meetings. We post on their handshake accounts. We do it all. We reach out directly to career services. There's a lot of career services departments with colleges and universities are not really keen on that third-party recruitment. So we reach out directly to them and formulate those relationships first, so that they know who we are and what our intentions are, and go from there. So we do quite a bit um, when it comes to locating and finding that talent, and we will go above and beyond. If that means we go to a nine o'clock networking event, we will be in the building to make those connections.
1: Very smart. Now I know you're a, you're <laughs> an engaged Talent customer. How, Hi, yeah. how are you using Engage then?
0: I love Engage, just, let me just say that. <laughs> the thing that we use Engage the most for is to really find those hard to find candidates and hard to reach candidates might I add in the engineering field. Um, Originally, uh, when we were uh, looking at Engage as a tool and a source for us, um, it was kind of along the thought process that we might not find that type of talent within that within Engage. And we were very, very pleasantly surprised when we did locate quite a few of uh, traffic uh, signal engineers and structural engineers because those types of candidates don't typically put their resumes out there. They're very keen on making the face-to-face connection. They're not so into using job boards of any type. They don't typically update their LinkedIn profile, so we were kind of uh, skeptical. But we've made some wonderful connections. Uh, as a matter of fact, we made a C-level placement uh, with Engage or through Engage through, with a uh, candidate that we found there uh, in a whole other state, and we were very pleasantly surprised with that connection because. When you look at the profile, you might think, oh, they're not going to respond to us. They actually did. And not only did they respond, they actually used our Calendly link to set up private chat, which is also kind of unheard of. So we were very happy about that. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. So you're So, yeah. so, so Engage Talent is generating some pretty awesome response rates for you then.
0: It is. It is. And, you know, that these positions, you know, not to be – um Kind of boasting about it, but these positions are very high-level engineering positions in the civil engineering field. Mm -hmm. So to find those types of niche candidates in your system, we were very excited about that. Very excited.
1: Very cool. So you, so the return—you would say the uh, the ROI or return investment impact is pretty high for you then with engaged talent.
0: Yes, I would definitely say that. Yes, and not only are we able to find candidates that we nec- like that we have a requisition for at that time, we're also able to kind of pipeline on the back end. So we have clients that we know are kind of going to go dormant from time to time with requisition needs so or like urgent needs at that point. For example, during this time, you know we're going to the holiday season. We don't have a lot of clients that are looking to hire immediately. But we know kind of what their schedules are like, what their cycles are like. We know that they're going to need some staff coming, you know, February or March of next year. So we've already begun the outreach to the candidates and building that pipeline from some of the candidates that are within Engage and kind of reaching out to them as having those initial conversations to find out what they may be looking for in another opportunity so that when our clients come back to us in the new year, we can say, hey, we've already got a pipeline established. Let's reach out to these candidates that we've been keeping warm. And see what's going on with them, and present them at that time.
1: Wow, that's really smart. So that that's true. Pipelining, then. I mean, people, it, it really is. Yeah, people like people love the term. We're going to pipeline it. There's other people that say there's no such thing. I think what you're doing mm-hmm. is what pipelining is. Um, yeah. you know, finding people that aren't necessarily looking at the moment, but you know, because of the way engaged kind of gauges where a candidate is. If they're kind of on the fence, and like you say, you're going into November, December, most people aren't going to start looking for a new job at this point in time. They might as well just wait, wait it out through January. February is is traditionally um, when bonuses are paid out for a lot of companies, especially mm-hmm. companies and stock, stocks are vested and so on and so forth. So keeping those, mm-hmm. keep, finding those right candidates is the hardest part. Right. And then engaging them is the second part. Now, you you know, I mean, you can find them, but engaging with them and letting them know what's going on uh, based upon information that you're getting is huge. And I love what you guys are doing. That's really, really cool. In fact, I actually wouldn't mind talking to you further offline about it and maybe maybe put together a little post or something that that's really interesting. So what I'm gathering from this is that engagement and screens matter. Right Like and having that that information as to why you're contacting them or why you would think they'd be interested is pretty key, right?
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I will go so far as to say we have an intern that is transitioning into a recruiter role with us when she graduates next summer, and she actually reaches out to Canada to VA engage as well. And she likes to use the prompts that you all have built into the system to kind of guide her with her outreach emails and they've been phenomenal for her. It's really helped her build her confidence on reaching out to candidates and building that pipeline as well. So I just think that it's invaluable to have that information there um, for her to use and to learn from as well. So it's not only, a tool for building a pipeline, but it's also become one of our training tools for her.
1: (laughs) You know, it's, 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 I, I can't believe that you just said that because I've been saying that since, um, I started with Engage a a long time ago when I was came on as an advisor to the advisory board. One of the Mm -hmm. things to them was, it's not real difficult to go get a person who wants, who's interested in getting into the recruiting or HR field um, and, and have them come in as an intern and, use this, use engaged talent. Um, and they become like the engaged talent warrior. Like they're they're the guru. They're the person that everybody goes to and they say, I need this. And boom, you know, they're 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 on it and finding you the right people and telling you and 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 using those emails, reaching out, setting it up, kind of like teeing up like T ball, like teeing up the ball and getting it ready and then knocking it out of the park. And it's so you guys are doing that because that and that's what that's what makes a better recruiter too. I think it's like I have always said um, that any recruiter, in my opinion, worth their salt has gone through agency recruiting because it's a different animal. It's a different style of recruiting yeah. to work for corporate because yeah, not only are you you're representing clients, but you're not repre- you're not you're not part of the client that you're representing. And there's some people who are like, I just want to talk to the recruiter that works at ABC Company and say. Well, I'm your in. <laughs> you <know>? uh, <laughs> they're the, they're talking to me and I'm talking to you and I'm putting you guys together, you know. Um, so that's really right. awesome. So what do you see now? I mean, this market is crazy, right? I mean, it's just like the lowest unemployment rate in the history of my recruiting career.
0: Exactly,
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's more jobs than there are people, it seems like. Um, so, what are you what are you, see, what are you seeing from an agency standpoint as in challenges in recruiting today for yourself?
0: You know, honestly, the main challenge that I'm seeing is twofold. So, you're dealing with multi generational workforces, and it can be within any type of vertical you can put your your finger on. Right, just pick a vertical, any vertical, it's going to be the case. So in dealing with multi-generational workforces, with our clients coming to us with these open positions, they already come with these preconceived notions, right? They already tell us, this is how much I want to pay. This is the type of candidate I want. Then they start down the whole path that I don't want to work with millennials because XYZ or I don't want to work with this and I don't want to work with that. And we're like, wait, hold on. Let's kind of debunk some of these preconceived notions that you have because you know, number one, how did you come up with this pay rate? (laughs) Again, another way that we use Engage because we're able to actually pull that data and show them, if you're looking for someone with this many years of experience and you're wanting to pay them a certain dollar amount and you're already coming to us because you have a talent retention issue or attrition as we say in the industry, um, allow us to educate you on how you may want to adjust those expectations right you may want to take a look at what someone in the same position is earning XYZ um, you know vertical and maybe adjust that thought process additionally when it comes to working with a multi-generational workforce instead of you know maybe bad-mouthing a certain subset of your workforce think about to see positives in the added value that they bring to your team right And so what we do here at Hive is have that multifaceted conversation with our clientele. And that actually um, allows us to use engage in a different way versus just building a pipeline as a tool for us. We're able to educate our clients and they actually walk away feeling better about our process in general, knowing that they can come to us as a subject matter expert in the human resources field, especially as it pertains to hiring. And they're much happier. So to answer your question, the challenge is kind of, educating the client and making sure that they have a well rounded approach to this hiring process instead of just looking at it one way and going about it from there. And then also from the candidate's perspective, most candidates are looking to leave for one of the three following reasons. Benefits, pay, or company stability. (laughs) So yeah, so we feel better about delivering our candidates to a client that we've already had that multifaceted conversation with in the beginning and have explained to them this is what you need to, you know, look for in an ideal candidate and we're going to the candidate and saying, "Well, this is the employer that's looking to hire you and this is their company culture and this is what they bring to the table and we feel that it makes a better match in the end for both parties concerned."
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. That's a it's a it's a very good approach. I'm really Thank you. <laughs> cool. One of the things I've been hearing through the you know Twitter versus you brought up Twitter and Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups. I do a lot of monitoring in, in uh in those areas. And one of the things I've been mm-hmm. hearing is more and more is uh, candidate ghosting. Um, I used to call it Casper, but nobody nobody under like under thirty knows who Casper is anymore. So it's it's hard for the young. <laughs> Um, so, you know, explain cast for the friendly ghost, and they're just looking at what? I'm like, never mind. It's a ghost. Thing. We'll just go with the other thing. Um, have you <laughs> have you been have you been seeing that? Uh, has that been affecting?
0: You know, I will share an experience with you. I had a position with a client of mine. They were looking for salespeople, and just to make this a short story, um, I contacted a candidate that was just stellar. I mean. Her LinkedIn was great, but her resume was even better. I was very impressed with her skill set, and I just knew she would be an epic salesperson for this, this particular client. And I submitted her resume on a Monday and let her know follow up with her by end of the week. And on Wednesday, she reached out to me and was furious because I had not yet followed up with her. <laughs> and she went on, and she proceeded to use nasty language and all really? of her you know, (laughs) everything she had in her repertoire to tell me that she does not appreciate being treated like a number. And the only thing that kept going through my mind while she was ranting and raving at me was the fact that I know for a fact she's been ghosted by not one, not two, but several recruiters in her past. Otherwise, she wouldn't have this type of reaction. So I deal with that from a lot of clients and candidates as well. Is you'd be surprised how many clients say, you know, I'm not sure if I want to deal with third-party recruiting service because we sign a contract with someone and they forget all about us until we reach out to them. It shouldn't be that way. Also, with the candidates, you know, they come to me and say, yeah, I'm interested in the position that you emailed me about, and I'm interested in speaking with you, but how do I know you're not going to treat me like a number like everyone else has in the past? I'm not really keen on recruiters. <laughs> so... Yeah, I deal with it from both sides.
1: <laughs> that's, you know, that's interesting. I think a lot of the people I've been talking to have been mostly corporate, you know, account recruiters, things like that. It's an interesting, uh, mm-hmm. t- uh, you know, the uh, a third party, if you will, uh, coming in and, and working for the clients, getting ghosted by, by you talking about uh, candidates that have been ghosted. So now they're kind of like maybe they feel that, hey, that's just the way it goes. You know, I'm working with a recruiter. Right and so that's that's how i got treated so that's i guess how you play the game um it's it's yes. you know when you uh you don't have a a a playbook per se you know and then all of a sudden people are i i, I i'm kind of i mean you took you took me off guard on that one that's very fascinating to me <laughs> oh really yeah I
0: mean, you'd be surprised
1: yeah you don't yeah. think about it that way right i mean it's just like hmm it's something I've always preached, but I never looked at it from that angle. Is I've always said, it's not about you as the recruiter, it's about the candidate. And does, you know, is, is this gonna be a good fit for the candidate as much as is it gonna be a good fit for the, for the client? I, even, mm-hmm. um, when I was a, a third party recruiter, I always interviewed face to face any person that I was going to represent. And I got some pushback every once in a while on that. And I said, the reason why I do this is because it's my name uh, to my client that's going in and if you're not you know a hundred percent up and up for me uh, then I'm gonna have a kind of a hard time representing you to my client you know I am in a way your representative and when I brought that up to somebody one of the uh, it was an older it was an older candidate um, who was very 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 smart he said he was that's the best interpretation I've ever had so he goes I'd be happy to come down and meet with you And I told him don't dress up for me, you don't have to wear the suit, save the suit for the, the interview uh, that I'm gonna to try to get you. Uh, just come down, let's just let's have a quick cup of coffee and just kinda of get to know each other a little bit. And I'd hit the same, you know, you'd hit the preferences and things like that to make sure we're all on the same page. But, uh, right. you know, I remember getting ghosted by a candidate who actually got the job. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> yeah, a focus job. Um, got the job. Uh, it was supposed to start, you know, the following Monday. I did the, the requisite uh, phone call and email, just checking in, saying, "Hey, congratulations once again. This, you know, all fired up for you. This is a contract to hire, so let's put our best foot forward. Um, you know, wear a shirt and tie on the first day. If they tell you you don't need to after that, that's fine. Or just take the tie off if they tell you to. But always, you know, put your best foot forward, so on and so forth. And it's like 1015 15 and I'm I'm uh, on the phone with another candidate or client. I can't remember which one it was, and One of my account managers walks over and is just staring at me. And I'm like, okay, finish up my phone call real quick. And I'm like, what's, what's going on? Why are we staring at me? this is a little creepy. And he's like, well, your guy didn't show up. And I'm like, what do you mean my guy didn't show up? And they're like, he just didn't show. He's a no show for work. And I called the I called him. And uh, straight to voicemail, send an email saying, Is everything okay? I'm hoping you know you're not in, in, in the hospital or something. Are you sick? Right. You know, I, I immediately go with something happened, you know, because they were so excited about this job. And to this day, I have no idea what happened. I really don't. I, I almost got to the point, my boss had to stop me. I almost got to the point where I'm like, I'm just going to go over to this guy's house.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: no. <laughs> and he was one of the. He was yeah, well, he was one of the rare instances where I didn't physically get to meet them. Um, it just, went so fast, you know, and uh, from that point forward, I said I'm 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 never representing somebody that I haven't physically met face to face. And then you get into corporate, same thing, except that with corporate, I would spend 15 minutes at the end of their interview, letting them tell me how things went for them. You know, what what did they like? What they didn't like? Um, how did the interview go from their standpoint? And I've had a lot of candidates, I mean, like, nobody's ever done that before. And that's, that's I think, actually really important. You know, I think it's so interesting.
0: Yeah, you know, it's
1: it's closing them, it's closing them, and it's closing them as well. I'm like, wow, great. So you had a great time. You had a great experience. You really love the management, you love the team. That's great to know. Just wanted to double check. Let's just run around and double check again on the numbers. You know, this is what we talked about from a starting salary if I can get you that, are we in, are we done? You know, and what, once again, when can you, when were you looking at a start date? Was there any holidays coming up, vacations, so on and so forth? Very much making it about them. And my, my close ratio was almost close to hundred percent, you know, because that's what I, I, it was like, I didn't call them up and say, Hey, would you be interested in this, at this salary? I already know all that, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. so it made it so much easier. Um, a great it's
0: so interesting that you say that, Derek. We do the same thing.
1: <laughs> I can tell you do. I mean, it's it's a rich At least I was going to go over closing techniques, but we kind of just did it ourselves. Um, yeah. This has been great. So everybody that's out there, uh, if you're uh, if you're listening, and then uh, if you're a, a, a in a client based situation where you need uh, some help, now are you just in Atlanta? or Are you the state of Georgia? Or are you international? great
0: question we actually are able to service and take care of any of our clients internationally i speak spanish and conversational portuguese i'm italian and my business partner vena speaks french fluently as well so oh, okay. we are available
1: <laughs> like a, like a, it's like a beyond it's not used to call it a triple threat you're like a, a quad threat or something that's fantastic <laughs>
0: We try to be, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we can take care of anyone that needs
1: us. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's freaking fantastic! Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, boys and girls, and uh, the occasional cat that hits the wrong button on computers. Thanks for listening. Uh, this has been a great conversation I've had with Veronica Jenkins from Hive Talent Acquisition Firm in Atlanta. And we've, uh, I think we've learned a little bit about uh, each other, and, and it's pretty awesome. Check out EngagedTalent.com. Uh, that's where the podcast obviously is, and so you're probably here. If not, uh, check us out. Veronica says that we're awesome, and so therefore I think Veronica is awesome. And her partner, and maybe I'll get to talk with her sometime. And uh, thanks for being on. You got anything else for us, Veronica?
0: No. Everyone, make it a great day. Be great. And uh, make someone smile.
1: Thanks again, Veronica. Uh, Recruiter Maniacs, get back to recruiting. Thanks,
0: Derek. Bye. You've been listening to the Masters of Modern Recruiting podcast with your host, Derek Zeller, empowered by Engaged Talent. To learn more about Engage and how modern recruiters everywhere are discovering new passive candidates and getting to them faster than ever before, schedule your demo today at www.engagetalent.com forward slash request dash a demo. Thank you for listening and see you on the next episode.